everybody. Welcome to episode 126 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Mr. Paul Robert Robinson. I really hate that you're middle naming it lately. Yeah. yeah. You gotta stop Especially the middle since name. you literally never use that. Yeah. It's painfully annoying. Um, Paul Robinson. So <clears throat> um, we watched some stuff. True that. Review. A lot of things that are going to be coming out. So we're going to sort of be uh, alternating guests and movie stuff type things. And um, we were, the intention was to discuss our experience with Amazon. Right. Um, so, but it's sort of an incomplete conversation. Right. So it might be a two-parter at, at this rate. Who knows? <clears throat> um, so we w- submitted our short to Amazon and we were submitting it for free because it just, like, who the hell are we? I don't know. Like, who was really going to pay for that? And we figured yeah. we would lose more people even asking for $2 than we would just having it on there. Um, and so far, it's been like a two-week process, maybe a slightly longer than that, two, two and a half weeks. Um, so I can't, I mean, this <clears throat> this could very well be, and most likely is just the process, but so far... It, they were very quick to tell us what we needed to do in terms of subtitles, which had to be paid for, which we understand um, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. So we paid, I believe it was $30 to have whatever service does that. And it was fairly accurate. I think there was maybe like one spot where we couldn't really tell what the actor had said because mm-hmm. there was music playing over. And so they sort of took a guess and we we're like, sure, I guess that's, I don't know, that goes. Um, and then asked for our bank account information, despite us not charging. And that process was very quick. Big surprise. And then once they got all that information, it's been crickets. So it's been in review for nearly two weeks almost. So we don't really know what's going on. So what's the experience with Amazon in terms of submitting a short? We really can't say. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the... um. It's annoying. I can tell you that so far. Yeah. And maybe this is, it says, again, like maybe this is how it, I don't know. I just wish they would be like, hey, this can take up to three months or something because we would have just started on another platform. I didn't think it would take this long. Right. Well, it's it said on their site two to four business days. <laughs> it's been well over that. Yeah. So I don't know if there's an, uh, an issue <clears throat> with it or if they're just, you know, busy. You know, well, again, have if, like, if there is an issue, then shouldn't you be contacted? How yeah. are you supposed to determine that? This makes that? me think that, you know, there's there's probably, I, I don't know. I mean, with, with everything going on, people are probably more inclined to get their films out there because people are home more, maybe. I don't know. But that should still be updated. It's not yeah. two to four business days. Um, yeah, it isn't. Uh, so I guess but we the, have a subtitled copy of our film now. I guess that's like yeah. the only benefit of. So, yeah. So with the subtitling, which is something we've never done before. And that experience was really quite simple um we use this site called rev.com rev and essentially you pay i don't remember what it was a dollar a minute or something dollar 25 a minute of film and then you know you upload the film or give them a link or whatever and then what's really great about it they haven't like sponsored us obviously or whatever no. nobody ever nobody does that sponsors us but what's really great about the service is you you know you submit the film you pay the money then you get it back and they have this this really cool player. So you you log into your you log into your account, and then you um, essentially have like this interface where the film plays, and then all of the subtitles come up when they're supposed to, and they have this little area where you can go in and edit it. If you know, uh, you know, there was a couple times they had like an incorrect word because they couldn't hear it because it was like low yeah. or whatever. Um, and there was probably out of the whole film, there's probably maybe five words that were like yeah. incorrect, and it was like you know, one, you know, one word, you know, it wasn't like some, it was understandable why those mm-hmm. were, were the way they were. Cause there was actually one where like, wait, what did he say there <laughs> that we didn't even know? But so, yeah, that was a, 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 a good experience and it was a lot cheaper than I thought. I always thought um, getting captions for your film was going to be much more expensive, but it was pretty simple, pretty inexpensive. And, and they gave you, you know, you can download the file, whatever format you need. There's a whole bunch of formats. They have formats for YouTube and Facebook and Amazon and, and all that stuff. So yeah, it was, uh, you know, and they do the captions too. So it'll say like gentle music plays or, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. And, um, yeah, it was, I would recommend it. 
I mean, it's it's worth having regardless of um, of Amazon. And and sadly, it's not something that we really thought to do until it had become a requirement. Um, <clears throat> and at that price, it really should be something that you're considering because you're going to have uh, hearing impaired uh, people in the audience and you want to be able to kind of reach out to as many people as you can to watch it. So for, <clears throat> excuse me, figure, uh, I don't know, 120 bucks, you're, if you have a feature or 60 bucks or 90 bucks or whatever, you know, you can have that. Mm-hmm. I would say go for it considering what, you know, what is spent on Jesus submission fees and things that we spend on stuff like yeah. that. It's, it's pretty important to it's have like one festival. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's some of them are like $75 a pop. So yeah. if you have a, even a, a, 60 minute feature then still cheaper than some of them so that was something that we would definitely recommend the amazon thing however i i'm really on the fence about because you know two to four business days two weeks later is not exactly efficient yeah um so we will be releasing the film on youtube and vimeo and we'll be doing that by the time this releases Mm -hmm. so it'll be available um so you can go on Send 3 Productions on YouTube or um, A Vital Sign. I mean, if you look up A Vital Sign, you're going to get 5,000 other things. That's the one thing about YouTube that is sort of frustrating yeah. is that it's it's very exact. And if you you can't even really get close to a title because there could be 95 other things that are similar yeah. to that. And you're like, you know, so this is the part of uh, social media that, can get really confusing because if somebody's not familiar with your work or what you look like or anything like that, they could start watching somebody else's film thinking, well, this is what the title was yeah. and, and what is this? Um, so yeah, we're, we'll have links to it mm-hmm. just so that you can get there quickly and not have to, to deal with it. Um, you know, share it if you can, we'd appreciate that. Yeah, certainly. Um, but I, I would have, I would have just gone with YouTube first if I knew that, I don't know why I'm surprised it's Amazon. Yeah. Like I have, listen, I have no loyalties to this man or his company. Yeah. Um, but this is just, or any company. This is really. how, this is how you market these things now. You know, people put stuff on Amazon. So we're like, I guess we should just put it on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would have, I would have just done it on YouTube. We've already like gone through the process. So if they mm-hmm. approve it, then fine, it'll be on Amazon. But um, yeah. I can't I can't say that I would recommend them for our level over YouTube at this point because it just doesn't say unless you are, you know, you have a connection into the studio. If it's like an Amazon production, that's a completely different thing. Yeah. But throwing your stuff on there um, is probably easier if you have agents and all that crap. Right. Because they just do that. They're like, we'll yeah. handle it. We'll tell you when it's up. But when you have to do all that stuff yourself and you have to sit there and, you know, and then check all the subtitles. And I, I don't know. I, yeah. I can't say that wasn't the hugest financial loss and again we we, we got the uh the closed captions i should say mm-hmm. i keep saying subtitles it's not yeah. in another language the, you know you could check out the film and uh please do uh, constructively let us know if you think it sucks if you just think it sucks then just like shut up yeah. <laughs> like if you, if you have nothing constructive, constructive to add to that then whatever um i'd like to, i i like to think that our 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 listeners are better than your average YouTube troll. So so far, you won't do that to us. I don't yeah. think you guys. We're you're, fine with you hating our film. No, not everyone's gonna like it, but just yeah, be constructive. Yeah, I'm totally fine with you not liking it and and telling me why. Um, but not just it sucked because it sucked. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. So um, that's been our our process for that. We'll pick up. I guess if it ever goes anywhere, we'll have the second conversation of what this experience was like as an indie filmmaker. Putting your film on the Amazons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll see how it goes. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, we um, watched Borat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. We kind of forgot that we didn't review it. We watched it yeah. the day it came out. So we technically should have reviewed it that weekend. But I think we had a guest that week. So we were supposed to push it and then forgot about it. Watch a lot of stuff. So it, it's easy to sort of lose track of things. And so I think most people have seen it by now mm-hmm. and um so you know if you don't if you're not familiar with Borat, i'm not getting into the whole thing i mean just push up the rock mm-hmm. but uh so jason Walliner was the director obviously sasha Cohen. i think there was another screenplay writer with him but he you know he writes the scripts to this and um so i 
when Borat initially came out, of course, there was the the shock value of it. And it was like, you know, it was funny, obviously, but there was um, more of a silliness to it, I guess, yeah. for me, that was like, OK. And then he had um, the other one when he was like in New York or something like that. I think another Borat or another. No, like another one of his movies. And I didn't really like that one as much. Uh-huh. Like I haven't seen all of them, but, uh, you know, I, we did see the original Borat in the theater. Mm hmm. Um, and, you know, it was entertaining, obviously. Um, and so, you know, it stars uh, Sasha Baron Cohen and then uh, Maria Bakalova. Bakalova. And um, there's a whole bunch of, you know, it, it's there's it's not a, a, a film that you watch for the celebrity. Yeah. So unless they're on the receiving end of I think Tom Hanks was. Yeah. You know, but it, other than that, and <laughs> Giuliani. So um, <clears throat> so for those that aren't aware, Borat is speaking Hebrew mm-hmm. and the actress is from Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. So I, ha- I, I, I have an affinity for language and I don't speak nearly enough of them. Yeah. So I don't mean it in that way, but I, I do pick up like languages. Like I can, <clears throat> I can usually determine that better than, than maybe most people can. I can tell where people are from by the, the language and the accent. And so I, it, once they started talking, I was like, this is not the same language. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what's going on? Um, and I couldn't quite pinpoint where she, like where her language was coming from. So in the middle of film, I was like, I have to look this up. And I was like, okay, so they're speaking two different languages, which seems like, okay, whatever. But the, the fact that most people don't know that Mm. says something because it, well, it says two things, right? That in this country, we're like, whatever, foreigners, who knows? It's all the same. (laughs) But then there's also that they added a, uh, a sort of flow to that, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of languages do sound similar. They have similar sounding sounds. And uh, so it can sound the same to someone who's not a a native speaker of anything other than English. But um, I thought they did a great job with that. And to to know that, like, your scene partner right now is saying something in another language to you and then you're answering them in another language, but having a conversation. Yeah, it goes to the whole ability that both actors had maria and sasha of improv and 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 intent mm-hmm. you know and and a lot of people watching they think oh this is so silly they're doing this thing but there's so much going on behind the scenes in their head of what's happening because this is all happening quote unquote live you know mm-hmm. because it's not like there's a second take you know they're doing this to people so um they have to be quick on their feet and stuff and so to be able to have this quote unquote conversation with somebody else, you know, trying to portray a message to another person. It's just, there's so many things that have to, like, you have to be so quick. And both of these actors are just, we, we know Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen is, 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 you know, we know his ability to, to improv and yeah. to kind of do all that stuff. But it's his thing. Maria's was, I don't know, it was just amazing how she just kind of fit right into that. And, um, it just kind of was very um, I was able to appreciate it on a whole other level because of that. I would, you I know, would to think like, like you go into a store and you're like, she's saying something in you one know language. In one language. He's saying something in another language. And then he has to then translate what they're saying to someone else. And it has to a kind of make sense. And then B, there's like this comedic value that you want to get out of it. It's just well, it, I mean, so it's, crazy. it's scripted. So they obviously know what if you if you're memorizing yeah, both sides but, of this, you know, both sides of the script, then you know what your scene partner is saying. But there's still the timing of that. Well, that and in then that like the how long does it take for you to get your sentence out because I'm not familiar with I don't know if, yeah, yeah. if she understands Hebrew and he understands Bulgarian at all um, but um, <clears throat> yeah it's it's it seems a lot less impressive than it actually is when yeah. you think about having to do that I would love to know though how off the cuff these things because something has to happen between a scene right like you're filming a scene even though look these people see the camera so that's not like this is a, this is a hidden video right, they see right. you know they, there's a and this, we're not talking about like a DSLR. This is like a big camera that's, you know, you've got a boom mic and you've got like all, you know, this, this is good audio. This isn't mm-hmm. just like a, like jackass or some kind of like pranksters yeah. thing. You know, this is, it is a production. Um, you have to wonder if something goes wrong. I'm assuming Borat has to stay in character and then go with that because then, you know, the person would be like, well, what the hell was that? You know, yeah. like what? So I don't know. Um if they catch things or something gets messed up, if they have, if, if he has to think on his toes or do we just think that's what's happening? And then, you know, maybe there's there, it's not so off the cuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, but 
these other people don't seem like actors. So mm-hmm. to get the average person to, you know, really play that off would be difficult. Maybe they're so good that they play non-actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we think that they're not actors, but they're really great actors. Yeah. Who knows? Well, it's entertaining either way. Yeah, it is. And and uh, yeah, you'll never know, you know, when you're like living in a house for five days with these people, for example, you know, it's how, how much do these people know? And, you know, you have this, this character and then you have a camera person and a sound person. It's like, what do you tell these people? Like, yeah. I need to stay at your house for five days with this, with camera, this crew. camera crew. So that's why you part know? of me is like, I wonder just how, you yeah. know, or, I, or what they, you know, and, and if, and if, Hey, it is, then kudos to them like for I coming said, up with I a good story to convince these people. I still think it's entertaining. I still think it's entertaining that it doesn't take from it. I, I would just love to know if, if any of these, uh, if the non-actors do have, you know, sort of scripted, even just uh, an outline or something. Or I know there's one scene where he goes into a church or whatever, that that was kind <laughs> of like, kind of, um, they knew in advance that he was going to be there or or like knew about the thing or they knew a little bit more than most people okay, because so, there was such a sensitive to- subject okay, to so it. Okay, here, so here's the thing. Um, in terms of being politically correct, there's things that I, you know, for instance, I don't uh, I don't think it's okay for like Matt Damon to play an Asian guy. I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I have a pretty dark sense. I, I'm still like a Dave Chappelle fan. So yeah. that should tell you like Dave Chappelle um, and is not somebody that you listen to if you're super sensitive about many anything, things. <laughs> anything really. Um, so I uh, I can appreciate the humor in things and I can appreciate the humor in, st- in stereotypes. And Sasha Baron Cohen is Jewish. So obviously he, you know, does these very outlandish extreme things uh to to for shock value that's the whole point of it and he obviously doesn't believe these things he's working off of a stereotype and adding a comedic spin to it um and so when he walked into the church i have to say that was like the one i mean it's like half of me was dying of laughter and the other half was like oh my god what are you doing because the costume was so ridiculous um but when you really when you think about what some people think of when they think of a jew Uh when you think of what alt-right extreme groups Mm -hmm. this is how they portray them you know so there there is truth in this for a lot of people and that's that's what what's so funny because it's so ridiculous that you have to laugh at it. Yeah. You know, it's not like if that were, if someone from the Proud Boys dressed up like that, that's just straight up offensive because they're not doing it. Yeah, uh, they're not in know, on the of, joke. Yeah, they're not in on the joke. So um, so that I I suspected that, because those women were way too calm. That yeah. that costume was like, oh my God. So they must have <laughs> at least been like, listen, we're gonna, it's gonna be really extreme or whatever. But what was so, it's so weird. This film was, it was three parts for me. There was parts of me that were just really sad by certain things that that by yeah. the reactions of, of certain people. It was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Um, and then there were moments that were just obviously hilarious. And then there were moments that were actually quite heartwarming. You wouldn't think that you would go to a Borat film for that. Yeah. But those two women, for instance, um, you know, they were older and they weren't actors. So. Uh, there was the one woman that was kind of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. You could see on her face. But she kept her composure, but she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then you had the other woman that like just gave him a bowl of matzo ball soup and then just sort of welcomed him in. Yeah. Um, which, which with some warning, I'm sure, is a, a slightly less amazing, you know, because yeah. you're like, all right, they had some warning. But um, then you have... Uh, Maria's character, who was, I guess, assigned to a, a babysitter, basically, um, who got a bunch of uh, fund raising. So that's awesome for her. Um, and it was really nice to see this woman just kind of like she's hearing all this bullshit and really trying to process it and yeah. offer her actual genuine advice, you know. And yeah. it's like there's there's good in the world. Yeah. Just, I mean, you know, because most people would see that or hear that and be like, what? You know, yeah. or not say anything at all because it's like, oh, that's not my place. But she was very gentle about it, uh, but still just being like, what are you doing? You yeah, know? She, <laughs> she was like this uh, 
uh, it's like you look at some of the stuff that happens in your film and you're like, oh my God, I feel horrible where humanity is. Mm -hmm. and, so, and then you see her part and you're like, okay, there's still good yeah. people in the world. So for me, three, four particular scenes were the like the the OMG humanity scenes. The first was the the guy not flinching at him buying a cage for yeah. his daughter um, because to Ching, right? I guess yeah. like money is money and not even really questioning that or even like calling the authorities afterwards, yeah. you know, and being like, so this guy just bought a cage yeah. <laughs> for human. Um, so there was that. The plastic surgeon. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I I looked over and you were like, oh my god, because <laughs> first of all, the father's sitting right there, yeah. and why would your sir as a surgeon, you know, she's underage. First of all, she's underage, and you you made the comment that you did. Um, she obviously wanted to do the surgery, so you didn't need to have to sell it with flirting. Yeah. Even she was going to do it. Um, the I guess the father daughter dance. Yeah. <laughs> So like that scene, I couldn't. When she got on the floor and just opened her legs, I was dying. Um, but not as much as when the other creepy older father makes the comment about her. Yeah. Like nudge, nudge. And his daughter's like, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> you know? um, that was just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I just can't. And then obviously the Giuliani thing, which a lot of people. Well, there's also have, the, the cake woman who. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, but that like one is that, not so that egregious. That doesn't surprise but. me because it's like, it just doesn't surprise me, honestly, as much as the, the others did, I guess. Um, was it like, you will not replace us? Or Jews, the, yeah, Jews will not replace, <laughs> will not replace us. us or something. Um, it, yeah, it, it just, the Giuliani thing, you know, people will defend that. Look, um, whether or not he was laying down to tuck his shirt in because the mic was cut, whatever. Um, what wasn't necessary was for him to a do that in a bedroom mm -hmm. could have easily been done in the chair that he was in. Um, and B, there was no need for him to put his hand very close to her ass. Mm -hmm. That was unnecessary. Uh, so either way, it was just kind of uh, it's a bad look. It's a bad look coming from they, someone that, the, that I'm not, you know, like not that they care. His his entire uh, persona is a bad look at this point uh, yeah. for many years, many, many years. As as a New Yorker, I, I've never liked that guy. Yeah. So uh, it didn't really shock me that he did that. I actually thought it was going to be worse when people were like, yeah. wait. So, and then, then like when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I but I expect at least that from him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't want to get into too much detail about every scene for those that haven't seen it. But my God, it was to me, this was the, better than the original. Yeah. And then like the running of the Karens and the Kevins at the end, like which used to be the running of the Jews was the running of the Jews in the original. Yeah. Um, and I believe Kazakhstan has changed their or they've like created a. Um, they've adopted the very yeah, they nice. Adopted very nice. Yeah. Uh, so. So I will say like, you know, it, it was too. It was. I think it was better than the first one as well yeah. because there was actual like some sort of heart to it and and there was you know they took the time to to build out this story in the confines of of all this ridiculous stuff that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And that is like you know it's hard to say whether they did that before or after or during you know what stage of production the 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 storytelling elements yeah. were because there are just scenes you know where it's yeah. just the two of them so those can obviously be taken um you can take a little more time with those and whatever. So I'd be interested to know, like, the the scheduling of everything to see kind of how, mm. you know, do they do all these ridiculous things and then find a story and fill it in within that? Or yeah. because you have to you kind of have to do both because you want to all these ridiculous uh, stunts and set pieces have to tell a bigger story. So you kind of have to have the idea yeah. at the beginning. Um, but then there's also risk taking, like when he um, when he crashed Pence's speech like mm -hmm. that took he was like in the bathroom for hours yeah waiting to get i don't know how he came out alive from between that and the the whatever the the white pride uh wonder bread fair that they had at the end with the two guys that he was staying with um yeah. i know i think he had a bulletproof vest on for that or something yeah um which there's it, a couple of scenarios it's, that it's i always think dicey. of like dumb and dumber i'm like what if they shoot you in the head like yeah. <laughs> like all right i got a vest on but my face is just right out there yeah um those two guys i can't even I can't even get in. Like, I want to say that 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 they shocked me and that their uh, their values and beliefs shocked me, but they don't. Hmm. 
like because we've heard this, we've been hearing this from months between people that actually believe in Pizzagate and all yeah. of this. Like it's just like, yeah, of course you believe that. Um, and of course you're gun owners. <laughs> like, yeah. Of course you are. So yeah, uh, the you know, there's there's this really strange part of you that's like they took this guy in. You know, that's the frustrating part, right? Because they could have he's obviously foreign. Yeah. You know, so they could have been like, no, you're screwed. Um, but they take this guy in who they don't know, who mm -hmm. has very weird mannerisms and behaviors mm -hmm. and took him under their wing in a way, which is like almost a nice thing to do. Yeah. And then in the same breath, you spew the most ignorant stuff. So it's like, <sighs> yeah, there's just that moment of like, there might be hope for you. Cause you did a nice thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But yeah. But and then, then you're then talking you about like murdering Obama or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and that's yeah. done. <laughs> okay. Obama wasn't even born here. It's like, right, right, right. Okay. All right. That's still there. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if we, if we're still rating things. I mean, I give it an A plus. I thought, I thought it was better than the first one. It's like something I would watch again. Yeah. Like if it yeah, was on, sure. I would watch it again because it's just, um, there's, you know, th this type of film, there's a, the narrative that runs through it. So there's obvious, there's, there's a scheduled pacing to that. Um, but it's something that's, uh, it's a little harder to get sick of because you have all these little skits in between. So yeah. there's not this order of a film, like first, second and third act. It doesn't really work that way. You're just like, oh, that's right. This scene, you know, and it, mm -hmm. you can kind of, you can kind of enjoy it more, more times than perhaps a regular narrative. Yeah. And I, I will say if you're going in a expecting to see how the scene with her driving on top of the car Doesn't happen. plays out. It's done in the film. Just you want to manage those expectations. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting for that scene. Because the, I wanted to see, like, wait, did they actually strap her to the top of the car well, because, while he was driving? I mean, they and, did it for the commercial and the trailer. So, I mean, maybe. But the, fir the, the first scene when she was in the car, I was like, well, this already doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because he says, you know, only men and bears drive in the car. So yeah. I was like, why would she even be in the car? That's when I was like, I don't think they're going to show that scene, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know why people do that. They always show stuff in a trailer that never makes it into the film. Don't put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's good enough for the trailer, which is what you're using to sell the film, but it's not good enough to actually be in the film. I don't know. I, I don't, it's weird. I, I, never, I never got my, uh, uh, isn't that the question of the day? I never got that in Spider-Man or whatever. I think it was Spider-Man. They had something in the trailer um, by Dane DeHaan, and I was like, I never got to hear that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Don't do that. Stop yeah. doing that. Stop that now. So, okay. So the next film that we are going to review just came out on Amazon. I have been waiting for this film for about 97 years. I kept seeing trailers for it and reading articles about it. And it was like, when is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? And finally. Okay. So um, any avid listener, all three of you out there, you know how I feel about the Abbott. So I watch everything the Abbott's in. And um, so I was going Which to watch Which is a lot this. of stuff, by the way. Yeah, he's he in a lot, a lot of stuff. He works a lot. And um, he's he's a cutie pants. That's given. But he's a fucking amazing actor. Takes a lot. You got to have both for me. You can't just be, you just can't be a cutie. Mm -hmm. I, you got to give me more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need more than mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Looks fade. Okay. <laughs> I need some talent. Yeah. And he's amazing. He's a really, really, really good actor. So... Uh, I wanted to see this. It had like this weird, like Nolan-esque feel to it. Um, and so uh, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I, I'm probably going to like this. Okay. So the director was Brandon Cronenberg. Mm -hmm. And um, from the Cronenberg clan. Also written. He, he wrote and yep. directed it. And, you know, I always appreciate that. So, um, okay. So this is uh, starring, starring Andrea Riseborough, Andrea. I think it's Andrea. I don't know. Uh, Christopher Abbott, obviously, Jennifer Jason Lee, um, for uh, uh, they were like the more known actors. I think they, they were probably the, the most famous actors in it. Yeah. And OK, so not quite what I thought it was going to be when I watched the trailers. You didn't see the trailer, nope. so you didn't know you had no expectations going, in, going blind. in. You went in blind. I like to do that. I thought it was going to be a little bit. I thought there was a bit of more of a of a supernatural sort of okay. Like I thought Flatliners more. Okay. I was thinking kind of like a Flatliners meets Inception. That's the best way that I can explain it. That's what I thought when I saw it. Right. Um. And it's 
not quite that. Mm -hmm. Not in a bad way. It's just different. It was yeah. just different. And so I kind of went in with like this other mindset and I was like, oh, all right, we're, we're getting something else. Um, I love the way it started. Yeah. I love when a, a film just fucking gets to it. Like mm -hmm. you're in the middle of a, a WTF moment five seconds in, you know, like yeah. that because you got people's attention right away. I want to know what's going on. Something crazy is going on. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, I really did enjoy that. Um, I, I didn't, like, I didn't love this. Like, I wouldn't watch it again. Right. I didn't love it, but it was still a good film. Yeah. And I think it, maybe it was just, again, because I thought I was getting Inception meets Flatliners. And yeah. so that kind of. I enjoyed it uh, quite a, probably maybe a little bit more than you. I don't know. But it was, it was, it was like a film that kept teetering on very abstract. Yeah. But then it would dial it back just enough. So it wasn't too abstract. You're like, what the fuck is going on right yeah. now? It wasn't some kind of like avant-garde piece but it it had it had aspects of that and um but still kept it a little bit more grounded than some more abstract films would possibly have um i was afraid that they were going to throw that pretension in there because it teetered the line yeah. and i was like oh no please don't go in a vanilla sky direction that's, that's another was... movie that i'll throw in there it like it was kind of like vanilla sky meets inception meets yeah. flatliners um, yeah, but it... not in the way vanilla sky was like I mean, I understood the movie and I, I had seen the original movie. Mm -hmm. So like I got it, but I hate, yeah, like you said, I hate when, they, when like when a filmmaker intentionally tries to make something so yeah. abstract that it you, you're almost disconnected because it's like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it, but it, it had just enough of that flavor into it to kind of make it interesting, you know, and I, and I love it because it's not based on a book or, you know, another property of some sort. It's just something he wrote and so i appreciate that on a very high level mm -hmm. and and um yeah but the movie was good i thought it, i thought it had some interesting kind of concepts um going on and um you know the performances were great the the battle of having you know how do you portray what's going on in someone's mind when there's mm -hmm. one person in their in the mind fighting with another person and i thought they did a, a really good job with that and a lot of the visual uh aspects of it you know, which would normally done by CG looked more like in camera stuff they did with like weird lenses and lights and, and stuff. So I appreciate there were some weird things happening in the middle that I just was like, OK, I mean, it didn't really do anything for me in terms what, like of like the grabbing the floating thing. Or? No, no, that was cool. But the uh, like the, the faces kind of like when they would like melt away. Yeah, I mean, I, I it was just I was like, oh, OK, it's just if, representative of the combo, you know. Yeah, the, the... but I just feel like there's just something when I, when I see that aesthetic of like you cut to something and it's it's happening in, in, in when it's sped up and mm -hmm. you can see like it, there's just something weird about that for mm -hmm. me like it just kind of takes me out but that's a and that's completely anecdotal that's just my my own thing people may love that aspect of it but for me it was just like i always find that stuff a bit weird yeah i i mean i again i i did really enjoy it it's just i guess i i went in thinking of something else and so there's yeah. that little part of me that's like oh i didn't get that but it was still a really good film um they did really well with the effects. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how much was practical. It seemed like a lot of them were mostly practical. I mean, if you're doing CG right, then you can't tell, and that's the point. Mm -hmm. uh, so there I'm sure there was some been... actual CG in it for sure. Oh, for, but... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm, but... I think that they did use some practical effects. I'm not mm -hmm. positive. I think that they did, and then because the, the CG was done properly – I can't really subtly, tell, yeah. yeah, you know where the where where the line was, yeah. which is the point. Um, and so that like the violence in it, they didn't hold back on. It was no, and this uh, was not even the director's brutal. cut. There's a yeah. there's a much more violent version than yeah. we saw. It was quite violent. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's bad, but I just don't like when people portray violence and don't do it well. So yeah. it was done really well. And um, and and I feel like it was motivated. Too, you know, it wasn't just like violence for violence' right. sake. It kind of made sense. Well, yeah, because there was supposed to be this like mental brutality going yeah. on with her, and um, I appreciated that, especially in the opening scene. I don't know why at this stage in filmmaking there hasn't been a more perfected formula for blood. Yeah, and I would one hundred percent if I don't, I don't know if any someone must have done this, and I'm not sure. But for instance, if if I if, like we ever developed. Uh, um, a, a budget. Mm -hmm. We had a budget, and I had to bleed in something. Obviously, not excessively, but if I had to bleed in something, I would be like, "Okay, so how? Like, how do we go to the doctor and have my blood taken?" Mm -hmm. Now I realize you have one take. 
but let's practice this. Yeah. I would want my own blood used because that looks like blood (laughs) because it is. Yeah. And so in the opening scene, there was still a, a, I thought it looked pretty good. There, there was still a bit of the the way that it uh, it soaks into material because mm-hmm. it's not the same as blood. But they thinned it out, which a lot of people don't do. Yeah. Um, real blood is very red initially, obviously, mm-hmm. and oxygen and all these things happening. Um, but it's so much thinner than this corn syrup concoction that yeah. most productions use. And so there's a scene where she's like running her fingers through you know, touching her the, her finger with her own finger and mm-hmm. she's, you know, and the blood is dripping very realistically and it's soaked kind of into her skin very realistically. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that because yeah. it adds, it, it only adds to that sort of, that brutality because it's like, wow, that looks like real blood. Yeah. Um, when you see that orangey yeah. red look to blood and then when people's hands are stained orange that did happen in one of the scenes with christopher abbott mm-hmm. after he washed his hands you can kind of see his skin had a tinge to it yeah because that's it's dye you yeah, know yeah. so i don't know how that takes a long time to get out of your skin you're on a schedule so i i'm not like shitting on that it just mm-hmm. happens i just hate that i hate that they haven't come up with something that works better and um can change to the oxid oxidation that happens to blood. Yeah. Blood turns brown when it dries. And I don't understand in crime scenes how nine hours later, there's bright red, blood red, yeah. you know, uh, coloring it's all over It's an aesthetic them. thing, just like it's nighttime like, isn't what? blue, you know? Yeah, I just like find, you know, I mean, I, I guess it's like, well, now we have to do this scene over. But I mean, I would think if it's if it's something that, that, uh, that crucial to the story, then pay attention to the, to the blood to the the pattern, recreate that scene, add some brown tinge or a blackish tinge to the blood and darken it. Yeah. Blood crusts. It doesn't look like blood. What we, you know, think of when we think of blood and no Mm -hmm. one ever does that. They always leave it bright red. Yeah. Like in the courtroom, six months later, they lift up the shirt that's soaked in bright red blood. (laughs) Like that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I, I I thought they did great with that. I thought, I thought Chris Abbott did an amazing job in his, Mm -hmm like the rage scenes um, when he has to intentionally go off on his girlfriend's father and girlfriend. Um, you know, there, there there's like a split second where you're like, whoa, yeah. you know, because. Um, Relax, Christopher. <laughs> no, but it's just, that, you know, it's just the strength of a really good actor to be able to go from like day to night like that. And yeah. he was just a very believable anger. Yeah. It was that like that Hardy-esque type uh rage yeah and i thought i thought he did a really really good job um everybody did but i i really i thought like he stole that he was really good in it and then like the the so the weird dancing doll that they gave this child i don't know what like demon worshiper created that doll but it was horrific Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't even let that thing in the house Especially that because you could animate it through a computer. No, that thing yeah, was yeah. horrible. Um, and I really liked the mask that they used for him. Yeah, very. It's it's in the cover. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in the cover of, of the or the poster. But um, I love stuff like that. It had like a Jacob's Ladder, which is ties with The Exorcist for me on yeah. scary movies. And I know that they're scary in two completely different ways. But it's just like the very a very obvious scary face doesn't scare me. Things that they put in like Annabelle and mm. what's like the that? nun and yeah, like the 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 weird Star Wars guy that they put in that possession movie. I don't know. They put that like Star Wars looking guy in there that everyone's like, oh, so scary. I'm like, no, it looks like the guy from Star Wars. That's not scary. <laughs> I mean, like that kind of that intention. Sometimes those things, when they're more subtle, or they they do a great job. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of things that most people find scary when they really exaggerate an, an expression. It's like that's yeah. It's when you, like, it, it did look like someone peeled off her face. And I've watched those surgeries mm. where they've done face transplants. It's creepy. You know? So yeah. there's a, there's a, a realism to that that um, is like, meh, ugh. Mm. I don't like it. I like it. I love it, but I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I can't stop looking. It's disgusting. <laughs> so that's just uh, that, that, that I really appreciated the subtlety in that because they could have gone really abstract and like stupid with it. Um, but, there was, there was, uh, it was, it was just good. I just, I did enjoy it. I was, I was glad it finally came out. Um, it was like five ninety nine to rent. Yeah. So I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. I liked it. 
So that's it. That's all we've watched. I mean, we've watched other stuff, but we're going to kind of... The Mandalorian's wait. happening right now. Well, we have to wait. We'll wait. I won't talk about Mando until it's over. I just yeah. won't. It's just... I don't I do not do week to week. I, I know can't. It. I know it. I, I finally and got... You shan't. I finally got you hooked on the British Bake Off, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it only took a couple of years, but I got you. Yeah, now we're going, I'm going back and watching older seasons. Yeah, but you went... So we're currently watching season eight, and then you were like, I want to watch season seven. And I was like, right. that doesn't make any sense. And then I watch season six. Because not, well, no, five. you can't At because least it's going to spoil it. No. They do spoilers in the beginning. Why would you go from like the the most recent to what's the most dated? Start with that because it's going to – there's not even the same hosts. Well, that's the thing is, you know, if it gets to a point where I'm like – if like season four, I'm like I'm not really feeling season four. If I go chronologically – then I'm going to end it and I'll never watch five, six, because I'm like, I don't want to get through yes, four. Yes, you will. I'll whatever. make you. That's <laughs> just how that works. Yeah. I'll I sit know. you down and I'll make you watch it. Yeah. Just go in order. It's a lot of. Gosh. Whatever, man. It's a good show. I mean, we're not going to review that, but it's an amazing show. Whatever. Whether you like baking or not. Again, with the yawning every single time. doesn't matter. It's morning. We have recorded in the evening and uh, evening, pre-evening. You even. bore me. <laughs> At least he's honest. Yeah. So um, it's a good show, though. Yeah, it's a really good show. I just—I mean, I can go on about it, but it's just to me that's the epitome of what competition is because you know it's like these people help each other. If if one of them is done and then someone else is struggling, this person will go over and help that other person because it's not about what a foreign concept to us. Literally, it's not about beating other people. It's about showing your best. Mm-hmm. And if you're done and you've shown your best, and there's no reason that you can't go help somebody else i don't know i don't know well yeah there's it's the, really do, fascinating there's the, the question of do and you the camaraderie they all have in terms of like win? being friends and being happy for each other when yeah. each other win yeah you know i was noticing when we watched the end of season seven how um you know they would talk to the you know they have a final and then there's three people and then one person wins and then but the other two people they talk to the other two people and it's not they're not like oh man i wish i won or you know blah you know well, you whatever they'll, it's, they'll say that they're gutted yeah, but the, but to them, it's more about, I'm so happy I made it this far and, you know, I made yeah. some great friends and stuff. And I don't know. And they stay just, friends. Yeah. Because um, at the end of them, they'll always show, like, how they continued to stay friends. Yeah. And and stay in contact with one another. With one another so It's just the show I need in 2020. <laughs> it's the concept of, do you want to win because you've done your best or at the expense of another person? If I've, if I've done my best, then... You shouldn't be able to beat me because I helped you make time. Well, you were make, yeah, yeah. If I helped you make time and you beat me, then your product still beat me. That's the that's the issue. Am I gonna? Yeah. Am I gonna win? Am I gonna win because you know you ran out of time? Yeah. Um, I don't want to win like that, man. I want it to be a fair I'm fight. Best. Um, it's like when two people are dueling and then the person drops their sword and then the other person lets them pick it up. That sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just. Uh, we're just too, we're far too brutish and, and competitive for that yeah. year. Well, it goes back to, remember, we, just we were throwing, watching like. We'd push your cake over the The, account, uh, the, the film competition shows and, and there yeah. was, you know, they have them like battling each other. But then, you know, you have the um, uh, Rebel Without a Crew one mm-hmm. and they're helping each other. And it's I not mean, like about this person versus this person. It's about like, all right, let's have you. I mean, yes, it is at the end of the day is a competition show. But um, with that. Robert Rodriguez show was more about like let's give these filmmakers money and see what they come up with. And I there don't you remember. Go. There was, was there a, the, a definitive winner for that or everyone? No, just, no, no there that wasn't. was the point yeah. of it. That's what see, I love so much about see, it. See, that's the thing is like if because it, it's about the process. I'm going to be honest. If it was a competition, a competition, competition, like there's one winner in this and here's the grand prize in terms of like a budget to make this bigger, or whatever the case, I probably would have been less likely to help my fellow contestants. If it's like me mm. winning comes down, like if if I can't win this because, especially if I think your shit's better than mine, <laughs> there's still the, there's I'm still an American is what I'm <laughs> saying, and there's fifty percent of me is like, well, like I might shoot myself in the foot here, especially, and let me just let me just add this in, especially if I feel like somebody's not prepared, like if you're not prepared, sure. like I'm not gonna help you if you're not prepared and you don't know what you're doing, like I'm I'm not gonna stop what I'm doing to help you, but um. A baking competition is different because if I'm physically done, like I'm done, I have nothing to do, then yeah, I'll help you whether you were prepared or not. That's on you. But like in a film competition, 
there is no done. Every, there's always something to For do. Sure. So I'm not going to stop what I'm doing or take well, time away the, yeah, from myself different. to help there's, you. I don't think, and I don't think you should. I mean, you, you want to show your best. There's a difference between helping somebody when you can and like sacrificing yourself yeah, to not, save somebody else. I'm not doing I, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a line I'm there. just terrible enough to admit yeah. that. But yeah, like, you know, it, I don't know. Nobody's that righteous. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if I see somebody struggling, there's there's the part the part of me that, you know, we'd love to. It feels great to win. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it feels great to win. But then there's a part of me that's like if I see someone like genuinely, genuinely struggling and crying, I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of want to help them. Well, yeah, that that sort of that sort of thing versus just someone not being prepared or whatever is different. And, and you're busy doing your thing is different. You know, if 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 I am busy doing something, but I see someone genuinely struggling to a point where they they need help to survive or whatever, you know, yeah. if they're struggling to they can't bring their equipment, they can't even film because they can't bring their equipment upstairs because it's too heavy or something yeah. like that. Then, yes, of course, I'm going to help that person. But well, for some people, they wouldn't. They'd just be like, that's on you, you know, yeah. Um not that evil. <laughs> but with the baking thing, um, I, I, I really, I sympathize with them because, um, you know, like as a, a, a pastry arts graduate, I know what it's like to, to make not a lot of these things. We didn't get, even get into this kind of detail in school, but, um, I get it. Like I get the frustration. I never entered any type of competitions for this exact reason. It's a lot of pressure and I would break down yeah. and I'm a person that whether I'm angry, sad, or happy, I cry. <laughs> so you never know which emotion is coming out. I could be bawling my eyes out because I want to throw my Cuisinart like across the room, not because I'm sad that I might lose. And so I'm like, I'm not even going to do that to myself. Um, it takes a certain kind of person to do those things. Mm -hmm. I knew people in the field that were very, very uh, uh, successful in what they did in pastry and were like, there's no way I'd survive that. And I'm like, you like you're mm -hmm. the queen of what you do. Like how yeah. and they're like, nope, I don't have like, that's not how I work. It's a whole. Yeah. It takes a certain personality and they do. And the hosts are so funny. Like they just do such a good job, like mm -hmm. razzing everyone. And it just looks like. But not over overtly, you know, they're not. Well, no, because it's British humor. They're just yeah. they're just better at it. They're really yeah. subtle and it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> just they always get it right. Yeah. Um, so uh, next week, we actually have a guest, mm -hmm. um, Justin Robinson. We have a guest. We yeah. have a guest, uh, Justin Robinson. Uh-huh. No relation. So, no relation, unfortunately, for you. Mm. Wah, wah. You're not related to yet another Robinson. Yeah. Um, so funnily enough, there is another Robinson where we live with my exact date of birth. Mm. So I cannot tell you how annoying it is every time I go to the doctor's office yeah. and they're like, Jennifer, No. Yeah. But how many times have I gotten Jennifer's results is what I want to know. Yeah, and right. how many times has she gotten mine? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I'd like to know right now. So um, it's a pro soccer player named Paul Rob. Oh, yeah. Or f football. Football. <laughs> <laughs> football. Uh, football. <laughs> F you with the uh, F you. So, yeah. okay, so um, shout outs to Bograph.com. single time, every single time. We're going to have those guys on the show also yeah. um, at some point, hopefully soon. And uh, Steady Geekin', Reality Bomb Comic Cast, sign up for debate. If you have a film or any kind of fun stuff that you want us to watch, shoot it our way. I don't know. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all we've got. We still have movies and things and shows to watch. Mm -hmm. um, we still have to review the second third day yeah second half of that um which we did watch but we just were like trying to mm -hmm. catch up on uh you know catch up on on kind of things as we go so um we do have feelings about that second one too so i do mm -hmm. want to mm -hmm. i do want to get into that that's it if you have any wrecks you know send them our way let us know. watch our film a vital sign we'll have the links yep let us know what you think if yeah. you hate it you know just maybe refrain because i have low enough self-esteem and i just don't need that crap you can um, but tell me if you hate I also it. don't work well with praise, so uh, go figure. Yeah. If you love it or hate it, don't let me know. But if you're if you're <laughs> in the middle ground, if you're like, yeah, it was okay. Type away. Yeah. On that note, uh, I do actually. Okay, so I, I I don't deal well with praise. I probably deal with criticism better than I do praise, as strangely as that sounds. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want to seem ungrateful, and so um, I've been struggling with this. So a couple weeks ago. Um, a vital sign won uh, best, best screenplay. Screen best screenplay um, at the Mystic Film Fest, and I was like, I really don't want to say that. <laughs> it's 
it just sounds like braggadocious and I don't like doing that. But on the other hand, I, I really appreciate uh, film fest like Mystic because they're really transparent and they seem to really care about independent film. And I love that. There's mm -hmm. You don't find that a lot. They're one yeah. of few film fests that we've taken part in that really just seem to showcase independent filmmakers. Yeah. And uh, so... I kind of had to, I lost the battle because I was like, I really don't want to seem ungrateful and not give them that shout out. Uh, so I, I, I seriously did not think I was going to get that. We went to the ceremony. Um, Mask struggled. and social distance. Yeah, we struggled because it was like, do we want to be in a movie theater? But it was, I mean, I think we were probably 12 feet away from the next person on each side because yeah. it was, it was an award ceremony. So it wasn't like open for the, to the public, yeah. which is for those involved. So I think that, the room was at like 25% capacity. So it was yeah. easy to distance. And if we were that, only even. there an hour. It took yeah. us two hours to drive there. Yeah. And, and so four hours, I think. Four hours of driving, driving for, for one hour. A, for a one hour ceremony. But um, we'll do anything for praise. <laughs> but we were only there for an hour. So it wasn't um, a bunch of time that we were around uh, uh, other people. And uh, I was, you know, you're, you're sent a, um, a sort of an announcement that you're up for an award. Um, we didn't know that we'd actually win the award. We just knew that, well, so you're up for an award. Like, okay, well, I, well, I didn't know what the award right. was for. It was just like- I knew you win, we won Yeah, like one, I, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and so I was like 95% sure that it was going to be like directing or editing. I, I swore you were going to get that. And so- I don't know why. Why do you think that? It's definitely not going to be for editing because it was too want? long. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So when I heard my stupid name come up, I was like, excuse me. Like when I heard for screenwriting, yeah, it was yeah. like, what? Uh, so it was weird. And the, the, the awkward part about it too, is that you're the first person to go up and talk. Yes. So you don't know like the kind of tone that's set for, you know, yeah, you know, like, because that's people like were showing up thing. late. So they, there were like the two categories yeah, yeah, before me and like one person wasn't there at all. And then the other person was running late. So I had to sort of set the tone for like, how long we stay up there and say something, I, I sped right through it yeah. <laughs> because I, I had nothing prepared to say because I didn't think I was going to have to say anything. So I was like, um, it's on your Instagram if you want to watch the, yeah, I, I just like, I was like, uh, let me thank everybody and yay. And okay. Bye. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do with that. Yeah. Um, people were way more comical that one afterwards. And I was like, oh man, I wish I could have, I just didn't know if yeah, they were yeah. going to be like, let's go lady. Yeah. Stop trying to be funny like, on stage. Do I just stage. say thank you or do I sit up here for yeah, 20 minutes I, I wait for the music to play me <laughs> off? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Uh, so, I don't know. That that was that. But I I just, I you know, it's, it's great. Look, it feels great to win stuff. But I, I was really just more appreciative of the way that they handled that. They, you know, they kind of went like through all categories. It wasn't like, yeah. oh, just people that had budgets or had, you know, it was just like, they're really good about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, shout outs to them. We're gonna I'm gonna link to them as well for for their uh, their kindness and generosity. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Well, we'll talk to you next week with our guest. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.